one of the most important principles is frequency of exposure and the concept of data and how we think about data. I will start off with the quote of the day. If you think that you can control your emotions, think that some people also believe that they could control their heartbeat or hair growth. It's Nassim Nicholas Taleb. And of course, it's just the concept that we, we tend to believe we have more control over our emotions than we do. And we tend to be impulsive, but then try to justify it with data so that it doesn't feel like we're being impulsive. And we're going to talk about how any pursuit involving a complex system, investing, um, finance, health, wealth, relationships, all that stuff depends very heavily on understanding frequency of exposure and understanding yourself. Okay, so frequency of exposure. Start by saying that most of the self-proclaimed data-driven people that I've met, this is my personal experience, uh, yours may be different, are actually impulsive. They make very strange decisions, um, very emotional decisions, but then they justify it with data. And the data is typically over a short time frame or a single point of data, like it's a line or a single point of data, not a trend, very different things. Uh, and so we have a lot of people that believe staring at data all the time is going to help them make better decisions. When in reality, the more you expose yourself to data, on average, the worse decisions you make. Okay. So to understand this, we got to ask, what is the purpose of data? Some people might think, well, to know stuff, you know, and that that's not actually helpful. Just knowing a bunch of stuff if there's no practical application. So to think about what is the purpose of data, we got to go back to one of our core principles, which is in the uh, Guardian Academy. We only take asymmetric bets, right? We're not going to bet a dollar to win a dollar, and we're not going to bet a dollar to win 50 cents. Okay? A dollar for a dollar would be symmetric. There's no point in making that bet. Uh, asymmetry to the downside would mean we're almost certain to lose more than we bet. We want to take bets that are asymmetric to the upside. We bet a dollar, and even though we might lose it, we could win a million. Okay, that's a huge upside, minimal downside. All decisions we make are bets on some level. And so we really only want to make decisions and do things that keep asymmetry to the upside. It's called engineering luck inside the uh, Guardian Academy. So exposure to data, how often we expose ourselves to data, must have more upside than downside. We have to keep the asymmetry to the upside, just like everything else. It's a fundamental principle. It's an underpinning of everything we do. There's no sense in doing things that are uh, that have perfect symmetry or symmetry to the downside, right? So the only purpose of data, if we believe this to be true, is to inform behavior because the only upside is to modify our behavior in a way that is going to get us a better outcome, okay? So the purpose of data is to inform behavior. The question then becomes, uh, am I going to change or modify my behavior? If not, exposure only has downside. So let me explain. Let's say that you're wondering, huh, I wonder how much I weigh. Stop and say, think to yourself, one, does my weight, uh, seeing my weight impact me heavily? If yes, I have to be super aware of the emotional impact. Two, am I going to change my behavior? If I don't like what I see on the scale, do I have the time, the resources, the willingness to actually start exercising or eating differently? If not, the only outcome possible of stepping on the scale is incurring emotional loss. There is no benefit that can come from it. None at all. Just knowing more stuff is not a benefit because you incur an emotional loss. So as an example, this is from my book. This is uh, somebody's real life tracking of their weight. Uh, they started the program. 
And they said, I'm going to see this all the way through. So what we see here is this is how things make progress. You'll see, you can invert this and you'll see this kind of what the Bitcoin chart looks like going the other way up and to the right. Weight's going to go down into the right, hopefully. Uh, but you get the idea. So you can see how frequently looking at weight could incur a ton of emotional loss. Now, this was a very successful program, it looks like. The trend is down. This person is much lighter, probably much healthier. Here's the problem. Okay? They could watch data all the way down. Dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit. This little spike up right here can incur a larger emotional loss than the whole gain that came from this way down. Okay, because the loss hurts more than equivalent gain feels good. We'll talk about that shortly. So what happens is we have a lot of people that abandon perfectly good strategies because they don't understand the rate at which or the frequency at which that they should be exposing themselves to the data. Right, this is a doomsday scenario right here. If you look at your weight right here and you look at it right here, it feels like the world is over. Of course, that's not what happened. And so we start making bad decisions if we don't understand the appropriate frequency of exposure. Uh, had they just looked once a month, you'd get a point here, you get a point somewhere around here, you get a point somewhere around here, you get a point somewhere around here. Okay. So looking at the data four times over three months would have been nothing but positive experiences and that uh, feeling that was elicited would have accurately reflected the progress. Looking at it daily would give you a much different feeling. Uh, you could very easily weigh yourself here, weigh yourself here, abandon the strategy and call it data driven. That's not, that is emotional driven because the data says the trend is going down. Okay? Another example uh, from uh, Nassim Nicholas Taleb again is an investment with a 15% return on average over the years with an average of 10% volatility per annum. Okay, so that, that's a very good return and a relatively moderate volatility. If you are in this investment so with a sizable sum, if you look at it every year, 93% of the time, you're going to have a positive exposure. You're going to see something positive. Okay? That's 9.3 years out of 10. If you look at that same exact portfolio or investment monthly, 67% probability of positive exposure. Daily, 54% chance of positive exposure. And on the minute, 50.17%. It's about 50% chance of positive exposure. Half the time it's up, half the time it's down. Half the time it's up, half the time it's down. The problem with that is that a, what we know is that a loss hurts more than an equivalent gain feels good. So even a moderately volatile break-even, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Okay, The losses hurt more than the gains feel good. What has happened through this high frequency of exposure is you could be at a break-even or a small gain financially and at a massive emotional loss, and that is where you start making poor decisions. Okay, I hope that makes sense. The outcome is that by not having an inappropriate frequency of exposure, by not understanding the appropriate frequency of exposure, uh, winning strategies get abandoned. We make bad decisions because we are incurring an emotional loss on an inappropriate time frame, and then we abandon it, it's an impulsive decision, and we call it data-driven. Okay, so we got to understand, in the Garden Academy or, or wherever else, the purpose of data is to inform behavior. We have to understand your solvable problem, which we go deep into inside the Garden Academy. As you climb the tiers, we go deeper and deeper. And the appropriate frequency of exposure, which is another conversation that we will have. 
and data should be tracked as often and accurately as possible. I'm not saying it shouldn't be tracked or that it's useless. It's that we cannot expose ourselves to it at an inappropriate frequency unless we are willing to modify our behavior, and it makes sense to modify our behavior, but we do need the data to develop trends over time. We want trends over time. That's the appropriate way to gauge the efficacy of a strategy or a plan or whatever. And making emotional decisions based on an inappropriate frequency of exposure is not being data-driven. It's not. It's just being impulsive and then justifying it. It's your emotional reaction to the wrong set of data on the wrong timeline. And it's not being data-driven. That's being uh, impulsive, and that's okay. We just need to reorient and make sure that our data-driven decisions are indeed data-driven, and we are only using data to inform behavior so that we can behave in a way that produces an outsized uh, positive outcome. So what is the appropriate frequency of exposure? That depends on your solvable problem. If you have a goal that you need to fund in six months, you're going to have a different strategy and a more appropriate frequency or a different appropriate frequency of exposure than if you have a goal 15 years out. Okay? You have to understand your macro belief. Do you believe in real estate? Do you believe in the U.S. dollar, U.S. banks, the stock market, a particular company like Tesla, a particular asset like Bitcoin? You have to understand your belief and develop your belief around particular assets. So if you believe real estate is going to 10x over the next 10 years, you don't have, looking at your portfolio, real estate portfolio daily, is more likely to get you to abandon a strategy that you developed when you uh, in a state of sobriety. Okay? So we don't want to abandon sober strategies in a state of being drunken on fear or euphoria. And you have to understand yourself. Some people are entirely inoculated to data. Some people are very impulsive to data. We work on these in the Guardian Academy so that you can start to develop a strategy that is the most likely to get you the things that you actually want out of life, because that's what it's all about. I hope that was helpful. Again, we will go deeper inside the uh, Guardian Academy, inside the community, lots of conversations about this. Right now, just think about the concept of frequency of exposure. Think about ways to apply it to your life. Think about how it could have been applied to your life. Share your six-word update and join the conversation inside the Guardian Academy so that you can learn from others and they can learn from you and we can continue this collective momentum. Thanks for listening to the Guardian Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description. If you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members, our partners, and the community is doing, both in the real world and the Web3 world, check out our friends at Inside the Den podcast. Not only are they great dudes, they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple, helpful, and fun.